and welcome back to another episode of the Half Swing Shinty podcast, where we review and preview the Shinty from all over Scotland with a weekly co-host. This week, an individual spent a load of money on something which previously had far lower value. No, not Elon Musk buying Twitter, but Robert Baxter filling the minibus for this weekend's trip to Caberfay. And to celebrate the Shinty that has gone on over this past week, and to look forward to what's still to come, I've been joined by Taylor Matheson from Sky Kamenacht. Taylor, welcome to the podcast. How have you been this week? Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Um, I'm standing in the election tomorrow, so my nerves are at an all-time high today, but we'll try and get through this podcast without me uh, without me absolutely kicking it. But um, no, fine. I'm surviving. I heard that you were a bit nervous this morning as well today. You had a maths exam, is that right? Yeah, maths exam this morning. Yeah, how did that yeah. go for you? Uh, it went well, actually. Pretty well, yeah. Good. That's what I like to hear. Um, so, obviously... People at home will be able to tell that you're obviously not in full-time employment because we normally start off the podcast by asking everybody what they do for a living. Obviously, if you had a maths exam today, you're not full-time. So do you know what you want to do when you leave school? Uh, yeah, I recently got accepted into the Merchant Navy, the oh, Nautical wow. College in Glasgow. Okay. So I'll be starting that in August. Well, that's cool. Okay, that, that's uh, yeah. that's uh, definitely an out there answer. We don't. We, I wasn't expecting that, so I've got absolutely nothing to come back and say about that. I don't have a bloody clue what's involved. Um, <laughs> but no, that's good. Good for you. Congratulations on being accepted. Um, Thank you. This weekend, obviously, there's there's shinty on for for yourself. But any other plans? Uh, not really. Just work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a hard life. Few more exams, so that's probably a bit studying over the weekend. Oh gee, whiz, it keeps getting better and better. Like good god. <laughs> um. Anyway, well, I hope you can enjoy your shinty, and uh, that gives you some blessed relief from studying and working. Um. We kick off a podcast normally by reviewing some of the previous results. So Taylor, I'm gonna ask you to pick a couple of games for us to talk about, uh, and we can see what we think. Um. What sort of matches caught your eye last week? Uh, can last year beating Newton Moore three 0 in the Macaulay Cup. Yeah. It's good result for Kinlaw Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got a good result against Fort William too, four 0 Yeah, yeah, two two big results. Um, can you see, of course, four 0 against Fort William? They'd have been delighted with that. Fort William, maybe starting to show some signs of uh, of struggling to adjust to the league, but it is a big step up, of course, from the national. And you know they've not been too bad so far this season, so they'll still have ambitions. But uh, yeah, I mean you can't really. Uh, you can't really blame anyone for going down 4-0 at the Dell. It's a, it's a really tough place to go. Newton Moore uh, was a bit of a shock, especially, of course, they, they sort of opened the season beating Kinloch Shields. So for that to be sort of transformed and also, I guess, at the Ellen, um, that, I was reading that's probably Kinloch Shields' biggest ever win there. Um, so they'll be hoping that that can, that can kickstart their season um, and that they'll have a chance to, to sort of kick on and get some success in the Cups this year. Um, anything else or are you quite happy? Uh, quite happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Standard results. Yeah, no, I think you're probably quite right there. Um, Macaulay Cup week of action, of course, was dominating everything, so there's not too much to go through, and certainly in terms of the Maori Premiership. Um, so normally we would then jump on to some questions. So I have some questions here. We're going to sort of dance about a few different topics today because there's quite a lot I want to cover with you um, in terms of obviously your own season, Sky season, um, McTavish cap draw, Kamak cap draw, etc. So we'll start at the start. Talk me through your match last week. You obviously knew, I asked you last Friday, so you obviously knew you were coming on the pods and you bagged yourself your first two goals of the season, which I'm sure you'll enjoy talking about. So tell us about the match. Uh, 
Yeah, it was a tight game to start off with. First half, nil nil. We got the breakthrough about fifty, 50th minute just after half time, and then yeah, we had a lot more of the ball in the second half. We scored a couple, couple of goals, settled mm-hmm. it down. But yeah, yeah, good game. Absolutely. About your goals, can you talk us through how you took them? Were they were they simple tap ins, or was there a bit of skill in there as well? Well, the first one was a bit of, a bit of luck. The defender just missed the ball and just tapped in behind him, and then the last one is. Last one's all right. Yeah, a, bit, yeah. a bit more pride for that last one, is it? You're, you're very yeah. humble, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, that was all right. Yeah. Cool, good. Well, no, it's, it's, I'm delighted for you managed to, to bag a couple of goals and obviously get the two points as well, which is important. So I've had a look at the team lines and it seems like you're sort of the periphery of breaking into the first team on a, on a permanent basis. You've been in the first team sometime this year but then also you've obviously played for the second so how do you feel about your own shinty this year how's it going for you uh pretty well obviously it took me more than a few games to get my first goal but yeah not bad played a few first team games here and there mm-hmm. second team last week so yeah big yeah. games to come as well yeah absolutely um i guess looking more broadly at the team as a whole for Sky Kamenecht, what are the sort of ambitions for the side this year, you know, at both levels, at first team and second team? Well, the first team is looking to retain the Ballymore Cup after last year. You had to get that get one in, didn't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, obviously, get looking to get promoted into the Premiership. A couple mm-hmm. good draws as well in the Kamenecht and McTavish. Mm-hmm. A few other cup runs to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of second team, any ideas what what they'll be looking for this year? Um, again, good long cup runs in the Strathdown and Sutherland. Mm-hmm. I think it's needed more than extra in the Strathdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess I wish you all the best of luck for most of those competitions. I won't, uh, <laughs> I won't lie and wish you luck in the league or the Ballymore, but I wish you luck in all the second team competitions at the McTavish. Hope you get on great. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, on the first day of the season, you were at Oban with the first team. That was a bit of a shaky result. You know, if you look at how Oban Celtic have got on since then, but obviously Sky have gone on and hit a really rich vein of form of results and performances to match the results. Was it just, you know, sort of, Rusty, I guess, at the start of the season, or you know, what do you put down that that great string of results since then? To yeah, that was a bit of a shaky result. Didn't really have much. We just had that one pre-season friendly against Glenark about a month before that, so mm. yeah, a bit of rust then. But since then, we've been getting good results. I think that's just down to the defence, really, mm. giving us confidence to go on. And I think we've had four or five clean sheets out of the six or seven games we played. So mm-hmm. yeah, the defence have been really good since the start of the season which is just give the rest of the team confidence to go on and win games yeah absolutely I mean I think it's clear to anyone to see that that team's built in a really strong defence so you know all credit to them um, I guess you know now that the forwards aren't doing too badly either um, so yeah there'll be a tough team to stop this year's sky and there are a couple of cap draws that you alluded to earlier on that I wanted to touch upon. So we'll firstly talk about the Telecoms Camnet Cup. Just last week the draw happened, you're drawn against Straff Glass. What do you think about that as a tie? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a tough game. I don't really know much again about Straff Glass. I've never played them, but mm. from what I've heard, they're a tough team. Won't be easy, but it's a good good tie to get in the Camera Cup. Yeah. So 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess looking at the, the teams you could have potentially drawn, I mean, Bewley are away to Canusi, so I was a bit of a grimace when that came out the heart. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah uh, you'd be happy to draw someone else in your own division. So, yeah, I think there's every chance that you'll progress again there. The one that's maybe sort of more playing on your mind and the, the team's mind a bit more is the uh, cottages.com McTavish cap draw. Caberfay at home. What are your own and the boys' thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, it's a good... Again, a good draw, probably the best we could have gotten out of the remaining teams in it at home as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if it's could go either way, I've got a good chance at it. If we're at 100% on the day, then yeah, but no, it'll be a tough game. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be a tough team to contain. Um, certainly you're talking about the, the strengths of the Sky defence and I think that's apparent for everyone to see but so is the strengths of Caberfay's forward line so you know that'll be a good battle and it'll be, it'll be really fascinating to watch and see who makes it to the final obviously you guys are just one match away from a huge occasion at Bath Park you must have one eye on that final on the 11th of June already yeah obviously it'll still be got to be at 100% on the day to get there but no it's something to look forward to and have like a it'd be a good day on the yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I think that's uh, if you guys can handle the pressure in the semi-final then they've got uh, all to look forward to in a one-off game and the final you never know what could happen um, against I think it's either Lubbock Canusi or Kilmally um, who you would face in that final um, I've been asking everyone that's been on the last few weeks who their ref- favourite referee is and why uh, who's yours? oh I don't know I'd... Gilly probably yeah. Gilly yeah. <laughs> just yeah. just a bit of Sky connection yeah. there is that why? yeah yeah. <coughs> yeah. no Gilly's a good ref every time we've got him he seems to be fair enough and yeah yeah absolutely Gilly comes up quite a lot I think he's quite a popular referee and I knew I was thinking about taking that question out because I knew for a fact it was going to be Gilly but I thought I better, <laughs> better just leave it in anyway and let you let you at least have that easy bat out the park he'll be uh, he'll be buying you a pint next week when he sees you I'm sure um, who's the best player you've ever come up against uh, on a shinty park so I assume that would probably be a defender but just let me know who it was if it's not there's been a few Probably the one I'd go with, Ewan McCormick. Mm. From, you obviously know him, but yeah. I've played against him at every level, right down since primary school, so he's always been the yeah, their kind of main man. So. Bit, of a, bit of a thorn in your side, is he? Yeah, every time we play him, he's, he used to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. I um, I don't really want to praise him too much. He gets enough praise as it is, so if you're listening, you and you're not that good. Um. As we're recording, the news hasn't yet been announced, um, but last week you were at the under-17 trials. Uh, what was that like? No, it was a good... I wasn't really sure how like the day was going to go, if it was going to be mixed teams or what, but no, it turned out to be really good. A few hours of shinty, so... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, speaking to Ronald, he said there was around about 60 people there, um, which is you know a good cross-section of the shinty age group at that 17 and under level um what did you think of the standard was it you know in general was it quite high or you know we expected it to be harder or, or how did it go no it was a high standard i wasn't expecting it to be that like mm-hmm. that fast or anything but no it was good i'm glad that yeah. uh, i'm glad that you had a good time there and you know the news hasn't been announced yet uh, but obviously you and i both know that you made the squad 
How proud a moment is it going to be to represent your country? Uh, it's a proud moment. It's probably definitely one of the highlights of my shinty career so far. So, mm-hmm. yeah, looking forward to that in July. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be a great occasion for everyone to come together. What we usually do to end up the show is a bit of predictions for the week ahead. If you listen or watch A View From The Terrace, you'll know that almost everything we do from that pod, on this pod sorry, is a complete rip-off of what we do on that pod. So here's what they call the banker, um, and we call the far less catchy predictions for the week ahead. I spent some time this week trying to come up with a pan about predictions, desperately trying to rhyme a shinty term, team or player's name with Riot from Kaiser Chiefs classic, I predict a riot, but I had absolutely no luck. So for now, we are still calling this predictions for the week ahead. It's not ideal. If anyone can think of a rhyme with a shinty term team or player with riot, then please get in contact with me so I can get something a bit snappier for this section. Super quick explanation in case it's your first time listening to pod. Every week I go up against my guest. We both get to predict three teams who we think are going to win from the week ahead. And to make things a little tougher, you're only allowed one team per competition. Yet one point for each you get right. So far after two weeks, it's neck and neck. I was 2-1 up after the first week, but Roddy got all three right last week and I only got two, making it four apiece going into today's predictions. Taylor, you are my guest, so I will let you choose first. Who do you think is the banker this week? Yeah, I'll go with King UC to beat for a while in the maybe Premiership. Okay. And, uh, I think King UC are just too strong for Fort Lauderdale. Beat them 4 0 last week, was it? Mm-hmm. And especially over at the Dell this week. So I just think King UC are going to yeah, take that one. Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of people would have that one down as well, especially considering it happened just last week and, you know, 4 0. It's not particularly close. So. They'll be looking to repeat that again. Fort William, you know, they've had that 90 minutes under their belt against Can You See. Maybe they'll come out with a different game plan, but I think a lot of people would probably back Can You See as well. For my first one, I'm also going to go to the Maui Premiership. Um, and I'm going to go for Kinloch Shield to pick up a result against Oban Kamenacht. Now, I know that's a bit of a tighter one. Uh, Oban certainly no mags and absolutely not at Mossfield either. But I think Kinloch Shield will be quite buoyant after that win at the weekend against Newton Moore. Obviously, they had a really shaky start to the season. Um, I think they came into the season as probably quite a few people's favourites for a few of the competitions after the amazing season they had last year. Um, But they sort of struggled to get going at the start of this year. But I think this will really give them that kick up the backside um, to continue to um, pick up results and I think it's just going to happen again this Saturday against Oban Kamenacht who is your second choice Taylor? Uh, Beulie to beat Inverary in the National Beulie to beat in the National League so you are yeah. desperate to get back on this podcast next week aren't you um, why do you think that's going to happen? No, I just think Beulie are going to be too much for Inverary Inverary is a tough team it'll be a close game but I think Beulie will just edge it mm-hmm I think that uh, certainly going into this week, that's going to be it's going to be a tough game for for Bewley. I don't think we're under any illusion um, about that. Have you guys played in Vereri yet this season? We've obviously not played against them yet, so I'm not sure how they are. No, we haven't. It was supposed to have been the second game of the season or something, but it got postponed right. because of the weather. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, we're sort of going in a little bit blind here as well. Um. In terms of you know, we haven't really seen them. 
play this season. Uh, it's a tough place to go in terms of it being a long away trip, but yeah, I think we'll be hopeful of a result going into it, but we're under no illusion it's going to be easy. But you're going for Bewley, and I like that. That's given me a little bit more confidence ahead of the weekend. Um, I'm going to say Levitt are going to beat Kilmally. Levitt played Kilmally last week as well, I think. Um, let me just double check that. Yes, they did. Did they? Yeah, they did. They beat them 4-1. I thought they did. Uh, and they beat them 3-0 on the first day of the season, if memory serves me correct. So Kilmally are going to be sick to death of playing against Levitt. They lost both the games against Levitt at home, so I just can't see them picking up the result they are looking for away from home. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm putting my money on Levitt to go through and to meet Kinusi in the Cottages.com McTavish Cup semi-final. Third and final choice, Taylor, who have you got? Uh, I'll go with my own team, Sky, to beat Glengarry in the Ballymore. Yeah, you got to back yourself. Why do you think Sky are going to yeah. win that? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we're down in Glengarry a couple of weeks ago and beat them 9-0 down there, so I think we've just got the got the edge on them. We're obviously the division above them too, so mm-hmm. yeah, it'll still be a tough game. It usually is down there, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that yeah, most people would would be backing you guys there as well. Uh, I probably should have opened up with that one instead of going for a dodgy Kinloch Shield against Open Kamenak, but I didn't. Um, just having a little look through the results, try to choose through the fixtures, sorry, try to choose another one. I think I'm going to go for Lockside Rovers at home against Crewkenside. Crewkenside, um, they're actually having quite a strong season um, for their first season. Um, as you know, they obviously were two clubs that merged together, so it's their first season together this year. So, you know, fair play to them. But I think that Lockside Rovers, in my time at the association, in my time, you know, sort of watching shit, they tend to dominate. Uh, in Maui South Division 1 much similar to the way Newton Moore tend to dominate in Maui North Division 1 but I'm going to go for Lockside Rovers I think they'll have too much for Kruikin side come Saturday and that pretty much brings us to the end of the show all that's left for me to say is thanks very much for joining me Taylor thanks for having me if you own a holiday home, then we can help you get the most from it. We'll take care of everything from marketing your property to bookings and payments, giving you the time to sit back, relax and enjoy watching the game you love most. Don't be shy. Contact us today for a free, no obligation income projection from one of our Scottish property experts in your area. Just visit the Let Your Property section at cottages.com. Proud sponsors of the 2021 McTavish Cup. I've now been joined by Katie Drain. Katie, how are you? Hi, Erin. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I've just got off speaking to Taylor Matheson from Sky, so that was nice. He asked me the same question. I was a bit more honest there. I said that I'm absolutely kicking it for these elections that are coming up. But other than that, great. Good. Yes, big day for you tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. We'll see. By time this uh, by time this podcast goes out, I'll probably already have lost. The reason we got you on the pod this week was just to chat about how things have been going for you. Um, so do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about the Disability Festival um, that was on last week? What, what, what basically is it and how did it go? Yeah, for sure. So um, Tuesday and Wednesday last week, um, the Camerac Association held our uh, annual disability festival, which brought in um, around about nearly 60 children from different schools across the country um, for, I guess, a couple of days of um, shinty 
kids from other schools and then um, finishing off with uh, a tournament as well, yeah. which was fantastic. And, you know, all the children were thoroughly engaged uh, throughout the two days. Um, they're all super enthusiastic. Um, yeah, just just really good attitudes. They all had fab attitudes. And, yeah, it was just a really positive um, and uplifting couple of days um, just to see these youngsters really engaged in uh, you know the sport that we uh, talk about on a daily basis and practice on a daily basis and yeah it was just fantastic a really good couple of days and it's all headed up by by Ronald so you know can't be taking the credit for that we were all <laughs> down there up that's that's his uh, that, that's his um, event and it, it was just fab yeah really good yeah great um, I was fortunate enough to be able to go down because we sort of coincided the tournament day with the Telecoms Kamenak Cup second round draw so I was down for that and I must say you know it was uh, it was a great experience and if there's anybody listening who either works in an ASN school or ASN department or uh, knows their kid goes to an ASN school uh, and they're not involved with the disability festival then please tell them to get in touch with us because we would love to expand this even more like Katie said it's an absolutely amazing day and really inspiring to see these young people enjoying our sport another thing I wanted to talk to you about though Katie um, was WCA camp so um, you normally help out with the women's and girls camp in the summer. Can you tell people that don't know a little bit about what it is and what's happening this year? Yeah, of course. We are um, absolutely delighted to be running the WCA camp again um, this year. Obviously, haven't haven't had a two-year absence due to COVID. Um, it's something that uh, you know, in working with the clubs that I'm working with, I've been asked about a lot. You know, mm. uh, girls are asking. Well, you know, like it's been two years, we're now old enough to come to this. Are you running it this year? Mm-hmm. Um, and the answer is yes, and we're, we're delighted about it. So, um, I, I guess the details are it's on it's a residential camp, so it's the first to the third of July, so it's the first weekend of the summer holidays. It's held at Kilgraston School, which is a boarding school in Perth, mm-hmm. um, and it's suitable for all. Um, I guess all abilities, uh, the only caveat is that the, the girls attended have to be age 12 or older. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's filled with, um, you know, learning new skills, um, building relationships with girls from other teams, lots and lots of game time. Um, you know, there's a pill there that the girls can get in as well. There'll be some team building exercises. Uh, the whole shebang yeah. over the course of two days. So yeah, really excited to be running that again, and I've got a really nice um, and really um, enthusiastic and experienced group of coaches helping me out uh, there this year, so looking forward to catching up with them again, um, and yeah, just meeting all the girls and, and seeing, basically talking about how much everyone's grown over the last two years, that's <laughs> what I'm going to do, but, <laughs> but yeah, really looking forward, forward to welcoming uh, girls that haven't been there before, and, and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like it's going to be fab. And um, I guess the one thing that I am sort of familiar with there, um, some of the boys that I'm friends with had been to camp, of course, when they were younger. 
Um, and one of the things that I've really noticed is exactly as you say, sort of bonding with people across a variety of clubs. So you'll see people that you know at your age group, yes, okay, because you played against them, but the ones that end up becoming, you know, quite close friends are the ones that they've met through camp and stuff like that. So I think it seems like a really good bonding exercise for this one specifically for girls, but also we will be running the boys development camp this year. So, you know, two great things to get involved in. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, talking a little bit about women's shinty um, more in general, did you get a chance to see any of the games or have you seen the results from last weekend? And is there anything that stands out to you? Any talking points? Um, yeah, so I didn't actually get to any of the games myself, but I have seen the results come in. Um, and, you know, for a, a game's two-year absence, uh, my go-to result, and I think I've been for the Women's League quite a lot this year, has been um, to go to Kinloch Shields. Uh, they are a very new, uh, well, the, the women's team is a very new section to their club. They're only a few mm-hmm. years old, but they've started um, getting the, the ladies together to play in the league. Um, and, yeah, they've just, they've just been on a roll this year. And I was looking at the scores, and I, I was looking at the scorers specifically, and the score their score sheet is filled with, especially this week, it's filled with youngsters. Mm. think that's for sure i mean incredible results they seem to be picking up week on week and and you know even more special when you talk about um the youths that are involved such as lexi of course who managed to grab a few goals at the weekend um so yeah no that's absolutely great i saw that uh, inverness overcame lovett as well isla mcneil um that's a name that i think is familiar to me um if it's who i think it is you know she obviously quite young as well still um and bagging a hat trick against lovett's incredible stuff Absolutely. Well, Katie, is there anything else you want to cover off whilst we've got you on the phone, or are you quite happy with that? I am quite happy if you are quite happy, Mr. McLeod. I'm absolutely delighted. Thanks so much for joining us, Katie. Thanks. Always a pleasure, Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> 
Aber yes, she travels many miles. When Nurchat in Berrerik and Loch Shillan Newton Moore, can you see Bully Lovett and Loch Carron by the shore? Glenorchy, Owen Celtic, Arna Murchan and Strathglass, Kilmorry, Bute Lorne and around the Brander Pass. There's Midder, Gael Boleskin and Glengarry near Loch Ness, Strachar and Loch Side Rovers, Cabot Bay and Inverness.